Welcome back, manifestors, and welcome to Manifest Your Dreams. I'm your host, Lexi Wilson, a speaker and manifestation teacher who loves to help women learn practical ways to turn their dreams into plans. If you feel called to change your life and create the outcomes that you want, then this is the show for you. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I can't believe it, but it is the final week in February. And even crazier than that, it is (laughs) next month makes two years of us living in a global panini press. What? This is insanity. I cannot believe that we have arrived to two years in this craziness. So anyway, I hope that you're doing all right, despite knowing that fact. And what is really cool is today is Tuesday. And I don't mean actually the day Tuesday. What I mean is it is 2-22-2022 on a Tuesday. So it's literally the day of twos. Yeah. Okay. Mind blown, right? Anyway, it's a magical day. I'm feeling the energy and I hope you are too. Today, I wanted to talk about maintaining a strong, powerful, positive CEO mindset around Instagram. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because lately I have felt it I know my friends have felt it and you have felt it because you have been jumping into my DMs telling me that you have been struggling with comparison, with low views in your stories. You're having a hard time manifesting new um, likes or more comments or even just followers. And you're like, Lex, do you have any advice on how to get more attention to my stories? How do I grow my account? I'm just having a hard time. And Of course I have advice. I love to share all about mindset and manifesting, especially when it comes to manifesting success in our business, manifesting impact. And I also just have had to really focus on my own mind when it comes to Instagram these days lately, because there have been so many updates, so many changes, which I actually really love everything that Instagram is doing. I'm really loving the direction. And that says a lot because anyone who's known me for years knows that I have a, I've always had a love-hate relationship with social media. Um, so, so for me to be completely 100% on board with a platform is very rare. <laughs> but I do love everything that Instagram is doing. However, it has impacted our reach. And so I want to talk about that today because if you're trying to manifest more followers, if you're trying to manifest more story views and you're struggling to see that come to fruition, I want you to take advantage of the, the, the opportunity that you have in front of you right now on your Instagram. So the truth is, oh, before I even get there, of course, if you're not already following me on Instagram, come on by. My Instagram is at the Lexi Wilson. You guys know, do it with me. It's T-H-E-L-E-X-I-E. Don't forget the E. Yes. <laughs> Wilson. W-I-L-S-O-N. The link is also in the description wherever you're listening to this. So now let's get into this. So first of all, I want to start this off by saying that engagement has been down. Like that's just that's just a fact. <laughs> engagement has been down whether you have 33,000 followers or you only have 300 followers. Everyone across the board has experienced low reach, uh, less engagement with hashtags. People are not getting as many story views as often as they'd like. So we're all going through it. You are not alone. You are not crazy. And number two, I want to remind you that that this this platform is meant to be social. So Instagram is meant, it was created for the purpose of us connecting with either people in our real life, staying in touch with them or finding new people that we shared the same loves, the same hobbies, things like that. So back in the day when Instagram was created, it was all about (laughs) 
cat photos. What are you eating for dinner? It was very random. <laughs> What's so interesting is how social media usually starts with cats. I don't know what that's about. I'm not hating because I'm a cat mom. But the fact that like YouTube, when YouTube started, which I believe that was my freshman year of, of college, and when YouTube came on the scene, everything on there was about cats. <laughs> and Instagram, which I think that was... My senior year of college, I think, is when Instagram came on the, the can you, like, I grew up with, alongside social media. Uh, so I watched the emergence of Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, and I've literally just been seeing it as it evolves, which is pretty awesome. And also just a total side note, if you are an intuitive business owner who you experience a lot of evolutions in your business too, where your offers change, your mission changes, Take a note from social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all of these sites have mastered evolution. And so because of that, even if it's a site that you don't like, <laughs> looking at you, Facebook, um, <laughs> either way, the point is it's still relevant today. Why? Because it evolves, not because it stays the same. You think of a site like MySpace, where I loved MySpace. I mean, I'm a millennial, so I'm sure you, if you're a millennial too, you know MySpace, you know High Five, maybe you know Zanga. <laughs> when I was like 13, 14, I had a Zanga diary <laughs> that nobody was reading. I really wish I could like remember or find that site or remember what my <laughs> passwords were because I would love to just go down memory lane. But those sites no longer really exist, or I mean, MySpace still exists, but not in the way that it used to be. And why? Because it didn't really evolve. And so as a result, it didn't become, even if it's still in existence, it's not really relevant, right? Whereas Facebook, a site that whether you like it or you don't, the point is it's still a contenza. It's still in the game because of evolution. So it's okay for you to also change and evolve in your offers and your services. I recently had to do that myself. I was doing birth chart readings for the last year, and then I got this intuitive nudge that it was time for me to evolve and to change what I offered through my mission in my business. And in the past, I would have judged something like that. Whereas now I recognize how vital it is to listen to your intuition when the, the wave is changing. So totally different subject, but I sometimes... <laughs> When the message comes through, I just have to channel it out. And that's exactly what you're going to get today with this, with this podcast, um, with this podcast episode. So that's your message for some who, for whoever needs it, but getting back to it, remember that this platform is meant to be social. So even though it might be, you might be running a business and you are trying to share your social media business, you're trying to share your VA business, you're trying to share your tarot cards, whatever it is that you do, you have to always remember that it has to come back to the fact that people are wanting to connect with people, not just services or offers. This wasn't that platform as opposed to LinkedIn, which we knew it was always going to be career minded, career focused, always about networking, always about opportunity. So when a platform has a mission, a desired goal, the best engagement is always going to go towards the people who align with that vision. So it's important to keep that in mind when you're thinking about engagement on Instagram. Come back to the mission. The mission of this platform is to connect people to people. So how can I do that consistently through my content? Then the third thing that I want to remind you guys is, or not remind you, maybe you don't know this, but engagement always drops whenever Instagram releases a new update. Now, think of it this way. I mean, because I used to get really frustrated by that, but I realized, think of it this way. Instagram is trying to make sure, number one, that spam bots don't take over the entire website, which I am sure you have seen that. If you've looked through your story views and you scroll down, you'll see a bunch of spam bots probably at the bottom of your thing, just trying to do whatever. If you've ever put a question box inside of your Instagram stories, you know that there are some spam bots who will put in really stupid phrases or just ridiculous things, um, just trying to, I don't know. Have no, I have no idea what the purpose of it is. It just looks really stupid to me, but whatever. Um, we also know that there 
has been an uptick in plenty of people impersonating other people. It's happened to me too. It is so violating and so frustrating trying to make sure that these people aren't going around trying to scam your audience. Uh, We've seen upticks and Instagram is trying their hardest to be able to keep the spammers away, keep the hackers away, decipher whose account is real and who is somebody impersonating someone else trying to scam. They're also trying to make sure that they are pushing out whatever their newest update is so that way people will stay on the app. So you think of when TikTok blew up, then Instagram was like, okay, well, we need to you know, make sure that we get our American audience reels because the South American audience already had it for a long time, but they were like, we need to get them reels. And so then they started pushing out any account that focused on reels because they recognized video was connecting people together more than just static posts. Static posts are not dead in the least bit. My engagement is just fine with static posts, but I'm just saying that that was the agenda was like, okay, well, if TikTok is going to take off and we want to stay relevant because we don't want to end up like every other social media app that's ever existed. So we're going to go ahead and, and create this new offer, which is our reels. And anyone who uses those will push out their content because it keeps people on the platform doing the things that we want them to do here on Instagram, right? So they're trying to think of all these things, and that does mean that in the process, yes, our engagement may go down because so many things are happening on the algorithm, on the site, trying to take, uh, keep everyone safe while also promoting different parts of the app so we'll stay on the app and, and protecting us from these accounts out there that are not positive. When you think of it like that, instead of thinking of it like, well, they're just hiding me. They're just not promoting me. They're not showing me to the followers that I already have who have chosen to see me and they're not showing it to them. It changes your relationship with how you show up on Instagram. If you're in that mindset, saying all those things to yourself, which I am guilty of that. So there's no judgment coming from this side, girl. But when you stay in that mindset, remember energy, like when it comes to energy, like attracts like. So if my energy is one of, well, Instagram is hiding my stuff. They're not even showing me to my followers. Then what I'm manifesting more of is that energy. I am manifesting more cloak energy as, as Harry Potter with the, with the invisibility cloak. I am manifesting more of that because my energy is one of I can't be seen. Instagram is hiding me. And so I don't want that energy. So in order for me to not have that, I have to come back to the mindset of I am always being seen by the people that I need to be seen by at this time. I am always abundant in visibility and Instagram. These are affirmations that I have to say to myself to remind myself of what I want to believe not what I'm afraid of or what I feel like is happening. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like a, <laughs> a pretty way to go into denial, <laughs> which it's so necessary. It's just necessary. It's important because of the fact that you are trying to create something in your life in your business, in your impact that you might not be experiencing right now, but you know is in your future. You know it's a reality. So you cannot focus on what's happening right now. You have to focus on the the future you that is also just as real, but is just in the future, which anyway, I'm not going to get into that because I was about to go into a whole different thing and that would (laughs) have... talking about future you and present you and the connection between the two, but I won't do it because that gets into quantum physics and all the other things. But the point is, is just remember that your future you, you can still live in that future right now. And if the future you already has thousands of followers, thousands of story views, um, hundreds of comments, hundreds of likes, is making lots of money, because at the end of the day, you can have all those things, but not make any money. And if if your point of trying to be seen on Instagram is so you can actually make money doing something that you love, then really what matters is making that money, girl. (laughs) And your future 
future you is in that place. So don't focus on, well, but I'm not being seen. I'm not blah, blah, blah. Let that go. Trust where you are right now. And remember, remind yourself, okay, it's all right that the views are down because Instagram is doing a lot of things right now to make sure that this app is enjoyable and safe so I can continue to connect with my audience and make an impact. Number four, this is so important, you guys. You can still sell a lot and make a lot of money with just a few followers or just a few story views. You do not need to have thousands upon thousands of followers in order to actually make a living on Instagram. Please write this down, put it somewhere where you'll see it every day. I do not have to have thousands of followers in order for me to make a living on Instagram. I have friends who have like 500 followers, but have made $50,000 in um, 60 days in their business. 50,000, like that's insane. That's insane. That was more than what I would make in a year as a social worker. And they made it within two months and they only had 500 followers. Um, Granted, that wasn't full cash because you got to pay for taxes and you got to pay, you know what I'm saying? But the point is, (laughs) that was the number. Okay. You do not, depending on your pricing for your offers, depending on how comfortable your audience is with you, how much they trust you, you can end up having, let's say if you are selling your coaching packages at $10,000 for six months of coaching, which is reasonable. There are people who, who offer that pricing. Okay. You can have payment plans. You can do whatever it is that you need to do to get, get to where you need to get. But let's say you offer six months of coaching or three months of coaching for 10,000 each. You only need five people to actually, is that math, right? Cause I'm not great at math. <laughs> no, that is right. Okay. You only need five people to make $50,000. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it doesn't, and the thing is, I know that that number might sound crazy. You might go, yeah, but who's doing that? Girl, a lot of people are doing it, (laughs) a lot. A lot of people are out here charging $10,000, only getting five sales and making 50,000. It is not that complicated. It is not that difficult. Now, obviously, if you're selling crystals, that's probably not what you're, <laughs> what you're offering, but there are ways to do that. You can work with a coach. You can, you know, um, join programs to help you figure out pricing so you can get the goals that you want to have depending on what your budget is for your business and your life and all of that. But the point is, is if you have the right pricing, it doesn't really matter how many people are following or watching your stories because you're, and if you have a great audience, not great audience, if you have a great relationship with your audience where they trust you, you don't need a lot. And that's the key here. What I have seen people do is number one, they offer pricing that they think that their audience can afford as opposed to the pricing that they need in order to have a sustainable business. I have been guilty of that before. The first, one of the first businesses that I created was called Crystal Cocktails, where I combined crystals, brought them together to help people uh, manifest and create energy in their life. And I was really good at it. I love crystals. So (laughs) I'm really good at putting the right crystals together and helping people to manifest money, to manifest clients, um, you know, trips and things like that based off of meditating or sleeping with a certain um, set of crystals. But because I had terrible money mindset back then, I was so afraid to charge what it actually cost me. Okay, so the cost of the goods, of buying the crystals, because I was physically buying crystals and then physically mailing them. So I was paying for the, uh, the, the shipping, the price of the crystals. I would also include a little um, sage so they can cleanse their crystals. I would include a card. I would include pretty little things to make, you know, so it was a pretty packaging and everything. That cost me a lot of money. But, and then pay for the shipping. And because I was, I had terrible money mindset, I wasn't charging what it actually costs me to make this. So I ended up essentially paying to run my business. I was operating at a loss. Now I was really new, brand spanking new to business. So I had no idea, girl. I was just happy to be able to do something on my own. <laughs> so it was, it was a good lesson to learn. <laughs> I think it was like five or six years ago now, which was really crazy. 
but it was a great lesson to learn. And I tell this story all the time because it really showed me that you have to pay attention to these things, that it costs money to run a business. Even if you are doing it more like now, I don't have physical products, I have more digital products, I'm more service-based with my coaching and things like that, but it still costs me money to buy the computer software to have a podcast. It costs me money to buy the the course software to hold my courses, uh, to get all of the other things, whether it's a scheduler, my Zoom membership, uh, my own memberships to keep me abreast on different things like astrology or whatever it is. It costs money to do these things and you have to put that into running your business. And that was something that I never really thought about before uh, when it comes to that. Anyway, again, sidetrack, you guys. I, I'm telling you, this this <laughs> podcast is a little bit all over the place, uh, but I'm again, I'm letting the spirit just guide me wherever it needs to go because obviously these, somebody needs to hear these things and it needs to be said. But the point still being, coming back to it, is at the end of the day, if you're not thinking about what it's actually costing you to run your business, what is it costing you to get training or to get support in order for you to run your business, and then you're not pricing things accordingly, then yes, you might be operating at a loss, just like I was operating at a loss, or you're barely making enough, which is why when you have a lower engagement on Instagram, you get scared. It triggers you, and it's because it's actually reflecting back to you that you're not pricing things at the rate that you actually need to price it at, which now means you have an invitation to work on your money mindset, which you can do that with a program, with a course, with a book, whatever feels best for you, But it's important that you actually do that so that way, if you have a lot of people coming in or less people coming in, you can still be making some consistent money regardless of. Now, here's the thing. Business goes up and down. Everybody's business goes up and down. That's just how things go. You know, you think of the pandemic, right? All these businesses, Target, Walmart, wherever, they are still experiencing a dip just like any other place because we're dealing with things at a, you know, people are in, we're in a different world right now than where we were back in 2019 and before then. And then there will come an influx. There will be a day where things get a little bit better and people's money is flowing and Target will see an increase in sales, whatever it is. Um, Obviously, there are some industries where they're doing incredibly well in the middle of a pandemic um, because they're benefiting from this pandemic. A lot of us are starting businesses or started a business in the middle of a pandemic, and we are benefiting from being able to work from home, uh, being able to connect with each other directly on the Internet. So they're benefiting from this time. But there's always going to be that up and down. The point is, is that if you are pricing things at a price that really allows your business to be sustainable, then you don't have to be so scared about whether or not you're getting, uh, you know, a lot of people in or not. So take, I want to add a little, uh, you know, a little message here. Take what resonates with you, leave the rest. Because for some of you, this really isn't going to align with you. And that's absolutely okay. For many of you, there, it will, or maybe I should say many. And for some of you, the other some of you, um, this will align with you. Just like with every other episode, I want you to listen to your heart. Definitely go past your comfort zone a little bit here. I'm not saying always stay in your comfort zone, but I am saying listen to your heart. If something I'm saying resonates and it's hitting home, I want you to take advantage of it. And if it's not, then leave it and it'll be for someone else, okay? So now let's talk a little bit about how to handle the negative thoughts, because those were just some of the reminders that I wanted you to keep in mind when it comes to Instagram and how to show up on Instagram when you're dealing with low engagement. Now we want to talk about actually addressing the negative thoughts that you and I may be struggling with as a result of this low engagement that we're experiencing. Number one, take regular Instagram breaks. You do not have to be on social media 24-7 all the time. You can take breaks. And listen, I want you to, when I say take a break, I mean it. I mean, let your stories die. I mean, don't get on there and scroll while you're watching television or when a commercial comes on or when you're in the store waiting in line. I mean, put that bitch on the, (laughs) on the, on the, like the last slide of your phone. So you can't see it. Do not delete Instagram. If you have reels in your drafts, cause you will lose every one of your reels. Okay. I have 80 drafts. Don't judge me. (laughs) 
I like to record when I'm inspired, but I don't always post when I'm inspired because sometimes it doesn't align. And I'm like, I just got to wait for it. (laughs) So if I deleted that, all of that work would be gone. So don't delete your app if you have drafts in your reels, but put it all the way on the last slide of your phone. So when you open up your phone, it's not the first thing that you see. And then take a, take a weekend, take a couple of days to just get off of Instagram and just live your life. I'm telling you guys, so many of us are struggling with negative thoughts simply because we're not getting offline and we have to get offline. It is really important that you remember that there is a life out of this, like the screen. Okay. Go and do something that you love. Um, take a rest, watch a movie, put your phone in another room. Oh, that is really helpful for me. Um, I always struggle with just like automatically getting on Instagram, getting immediately scrolling without even thinking about it. Uh, that's when you know it's an addiction. So sometimes what I do, one, I never sleep with my phone in my um, room. I don't put it next to me at all because I won't go to sleep. Uh, so I put it in another room. I'll leave it in my living room on the charge. I know that some, many of us use it as alarms, um, use our phones as alarms. So either one, you can Um, keep it somewhere where it's far away from your bed. So you have to get up to actually turn the alarm off or to buy an actual alarm, like for real. Um, I open, I keep my door open so I can hear my alarm, but definitely do not leave it in your room, but regularly take breaks. So that way you can get out of the world of Instagram, which is its own world. Number two, pay attention to what you're saying to yourself while you're scrolling. So we have so many thoughts. I think it's 80,000 thoughts a day. And the majority of them veer towards the negative because our ego is looking for safety. And in order for us to keep safe, our ego is always thinking about danger. So in order for us to stay in a more positive mindset, we have to intentionally decide to do that. And that's why when I talk about manifesting in my manifesting course, We're always manifesting because we are an energy source. Everything is energy and we are definitely a ball of energy. (laughs) So when, whether you're intentionally or unintentionally thinking about something, feeling something, whatever it is, you are manifesting right now. So if you think about the fact that we have all these thoughts and for many of us, we're not being intentional about where our focus is. Then you look at what these people are manifesting in their life. Well, look at what they're thinking. Are they thinking about how difficult it is to find people on Instagram, to find clients on Instagram, to get visibility, to find their dream people? If that is where they're constantly thinking, then of course they're going to manifest things that support that thought. So pay attention. What are you saying to yourself when you scroll past somebody's account and you see that they have 200 likes on their photo? Are you telling yourself, how did she get 200 likes? This is just a basic photo. How did this person get 35,000 views on their reel? This isn't even that important. Oh, this and this and that. I'm not saying that what you're saying is or isn't true because I don't know what you're looking at. But what I am saying is, what are you telling yourself about that particular post because that energy that you're thinking that you're feeling you are now creating more of that in your life so just pay attention to what you're saying then what i want you to do number uh wait number two number three is create positive affirmations that go to the opposite that speak to the opposite of what you're saying to yourself so if you're seeing Okay, let's say that you get on Instagram. Here, here's something that I think I've seen a lot of people of color talk about this. And I, you know, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Okay, so there are a lot of people that are really frustrated with the fact that it seems like on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok, on all these social media platforms, that white girls don't, they, they get more visibility than black girls, than Latino girls, than whoever else. And we all know (laughs) that racism permeates through, I mean, if you're in America, through everything. So it is very possible that through the algorithm, it, you know, when I even go on YouTube, if I look up black girl hairstyles, the majority of the people that I see are all white girls. How? Houseway. How? So, 
That's a meme, but I, I can't even, so we know that, you know, it, there's clearly some favoritism happening here. However, it does not free me to constantly keep telling myself that because I am black, I'm less likely to be seen. It does not empower me to constantly keep reiterating that phrasing. I'm not saying that it ain't true. I'm just saying it ain't empowering me. So if I see a post and I'm like, okay, why did this post get so many likes? And literally it's, it's not, she's not even doing anything, but I see that it's a white girl and I'm like, okay, maybe it's the algorithm favoring the whiter skin again, like favoring the lighter skin over people of color. Okay. Then maybe that's it. I am not going to stay in that energy of like, well, maybe I'm just Maybe this just can't happen for me. And yet I feel it all the time. I feel that energy. That's why when I see people of color talking about it, girl, I'm right there with you. But like I said, I'm not going to continue to keep telling myself that I'm less likely to be seen because of my skin and because of my coloring, because that's not going to support me. What I am going to do is I am going to find some influencers of color And I'm going to look at their work and keep reminding myself what is possible. This is why, for example, I like looking at like Jackie Ina because she shows me, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. And granted, there are not as, I can't even think of as many black influencers as I could definitely like, even now as I'm talking, I could number off plenty of white influencers, but I literally am struggling to think about the black influencers. So, you know, I definitely, like I see the the disparity, but I am going to keep focusing on the women that stand out to me so that way I remember, because that is an empowering thought. I remember, okay, well, if Jackie can do it, I can do it. So I'm going to keep showing up because the only reason that she's there is because she kept showing up despite the fact that she is experiencing racism inside of the social media spaces. Do you see what I mean? So obviously this won't apply to every single person, right? But remember one, take what applies to you, leave the rest. But two, this is important. You know, I have to speak to this because I'm a black social media content creator and I'm a black business owner. And so I am I experience racism in all its forms and different ways uh, all the time. So, of course, I have to speak to this. And when I'm listening sometimes to many of my white friends and all of that, they can't speak to these sorts of things because they're not experiencing this. They might be experiencing sexism. They might be experiencing homophobia, but they're not speaking to the racism that sometimes happens that contributes to the limiting beliefs that many people of color have. And it's because they can't relate to that. And I totally understand that. So that's why like, I have to bring this up because this is something that I experience that I understand and it hurts. But I also know it's not empowering for me to constantly think that my skin color is a barrier to getting the things that I want. It might be true sometimes, but I just cannot, you know, and I always think about all of the people before me who have fought against whatever the standard or the rule was at that time. It's because that they decided that that is not going to be their story, that that is why now I am who I am. You know, it's because of that. When I think of like way back in the day when black people were not a lot, it was illegal for a black person to know how to read. Is that crazy or not? Like that's insane. Illegal. So if you were found out to know how to read, the punishment was severe. It could even lead to death. It could lead to jail. All of these things just for knowing how to read. And obviously it's because, you know, if you can keep them, if you can keep people unaware, then you can control them a lot better, which is the same thing that's happening these days when it comes to energy, right? If they can keep us unaware of our power, then they can cause us to feel fear and control us and all this other stuff. But that's a different thing. (laughs) So with that being said, though, there had to be black people who were willing to say, I don't care what the present reality is that you're telling me that it's illegal for me to know how to read. I know that my freedom and my power comes from learning how to read. So I'm going to choose that version of myself rather than this current world that is telling me it's illegal for me to do this. I'm not encouraging illegal behavior. (laughs) So do not apply this to things that are not right, you know, but this obviously was (laughs) right. So I always think about people like that, that I'm like, 
if people, if women like Harriet Tubman, if women like Sojourner Truth did not go against the present reality that they were in so they could manifest the freedom that I am now benefiting from, I would not be here talking to you. Do you see what I mean? So that's why now when it comes to social media and the racism that I experienced by possibly having low visibility because the algorithm doesn't push out faces that look like mine, whatever the case is, I am not going to stay in the mindset that, well, that is true. And so therefore now blah, 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 blah. That doesn't empower me. So I'm going to take on the next mindset, which is I am always being seen by the audience that the universe wants me to be seen by. And if people like Jackie Ina and whoever else out there is doing great work, whether they are Hispanic or black or Asian or whoever, if they can get out there and be seen and do it, then I can do it too. That's an empowering belief. So I want you to pay attention to what you're saying to yourself when you are looking at these things on Instagram. Whatever this, I related it to racism, but whether whatever it is that you think, well, people don't promote, uh, Instagram doesn't promote uh, tarot card readers the way that they promote this, or they promote, they don't promote men as much as they promote women, or they don't do whatever it is that you kind of feel. How can you turn that into something that actually sounds like the thing you want to believe? And then how can you find even one person that actually shows you that it's possible and then let that be your affirmation? In my manifestation course, I talk about how to change your, your negative affirmations into positive affirmations So be definitely on the lookout for access to that course. I'm working on it right now, but my manifestation course is just so helpful in being able to get you to the other side of wherever you are right now. If you're in a space where you're constantly thinking negatively, you want to have more personal freedom, you want to manifest the outcomes that you actually want, then this course will help you. So be on the lookout for that. I'm really excited about being able to launch that and share that with you all because so many times people ask me, how did you manifest this? How did you change your life? And especially, how did you change your mindset? Because I wasn't always this positive and I, I can't even say that I'm like, I mean, it's weird even now when I say like I'm positive or optimistic because there's I'm always thinking about how much I need to grow and stuff like that. But the truth is that, yes, I am a lot more positive than I was years ago. And it's because of the work that I've been doing, because of the same things that I teach inside of this manifestation course and what I'm sharing with you right now when it comes to intentionally creating affirmations that empower you. Do not let your present day problems or your even present day reality reality dictate to you what is possible for your future. All right. Wow. That was a long one. That was a long one. All right. So the next one we are at number four is you've created affirmations. Now I want you to release these thoughts through the emotional freedom technique. EFT is a resource that I regularly use to help me move the energy through my body. I love looking at uh, Brad Yates, and let me make sure that I make a note to include him in the description, um, because Brad Yates is the godfather (laughs) of EFT. He has tons of videos on YouTube helping you to process through various emotions, whether it's grief, whether it's comparison, whether it's feeling powerless, whether it's even if it's something like, I don't feel sexy or I don't feel beautiful. He has things, um, scripts to help you process through all of those emotions. And by doing this technique, you get to the other side of that feeling. You start to release the fear, release the negative thoughts and create a new mindset, a new energy that allows you to manifest what it is that you want. So if you are struggling with comparison with racism on social media, with feeling behind, with feeling nervous about whether or not you're going to make enough money this money this month through your business, use EFT because those feelings are actually there. I am still encouraging you to take breaks. I'm still encouraging you to pay attention to what you're saying to yourself. I'm encouraging you to create affirmations, but I'm also trying to give you tools that will help you to actually release the nervous system response that you're having, which is usually one of anxiety and fear and anger around not having the visibility that you want. And EFT will give you that ability to release it. Regularly do this. You could do it every day. You could do it multiple times a day. 
But I encourage you to use this as a resource to support you in releasing the anxiety and the anger and the fear that you may have around this. I don't even know what number I'm at. I, I, so I went out of order. I had a... <laughs> I have a list here, but I went out of order. So that's, that's one, two, three, four, five. Okay. So we're, we're now at five. (laughs) I don't even know you guys pray for me. So another way to handle negative thoughts is community. Connect with your friends who are also online business owners. It doesn't matter what they're doing. It doesn't matter what industry, if they're a spiritual business owner, if they have a VA business, if they uh, you know, sell t-shirts, it doesn't matter. Connect with other people that are on the gram because we understand each other. When you're talking to people who are muggles, and I'm kidding, <laughs> muggles are like a Harry Potter reference, but when you're talking to normal people <laughs> who do not have a business on Instagram or on TikTok, or they're not regularly using social media, even in their personal life, when you're complaining about how the struggle is real out here, they can't understand. And they will more than likely dismiss your problems as not real problems. They're first world problems. Get over it. It's not a big deal. They, they don't understand. And, and that's fine. They don't get how much work it takes to show up online, to create content, to go with the flow, to change what you're focusing on based off of what Instagram says. Okay, we're dropping reels, we're doing lives, we're doing IGTVs, you got to do this. So you're constantly having to adjust and change what you know is working in order to support yourself in your business. And um, people who don't have to do that don't understand how, you know, it's like when Kim Kardashian says in that meme, like, it's a full-time job. (laughs) It really is. It really is. And so when you connect with other people who are also consistently posting on Instagram, they will get it. They will support you. They will encourage you. They will hold space for you. Expecting your spouse, your friends, your your family to completely hold space for you and understand how real it it can be and how frustrating uh, it is it's not necessarily fair to them and it's definitely not fair to you. The reason why it's not fair to them is because you're expecting them to completely understand something that they've never actually dealt with. If they don't show up online in their like for their personal life consistently and or they definitely don't use social media marketing in their own businesses, they can't understand why why this matters to you so much. And it then makes you feel really invalidated and you're not wrong. Like you're not wrong. Again, remember, you can always change where your focus is, which is why I led with like, pay attention to what you're saying to yourself and then create affirmations that support what you want to believe, okay, and empower you. But the truth is, yes, that yeah, it is frustrating. Like the reality of knowing that you've worked three hours on a post, creating the graphics, writing it all out, or you know, that you've worked three hours on a reel, learning the dance. <laughs> you know, posing it at the right time, uh, putting up the graphics that we had all got timed at the right spot when you point to the sky, <laughs> you know, it is frustrating that then you post it and it gets one like, but people don't always understand that. And that's all right. We don't have to expect them to hold space for us in that way. That's why having community of people who they do do this, they do use social media marketing, they are on Instagram, they are on TikTok, they're using Pinterest, they can hold space for you in ways that your friends and family might not be able to. And it's like I said, it's not fair for you either to have to constantly be uh, uh, not disrespected, but told that your reality isn't valid when it is it is valid so get reach out to your friends have conversations and try to stay in a space that's empowering it's okay to face the reality of what you're dealing with and to talk about how frustrating it is but try to also speak to the power of like this is what i'm doing this is what i'm working on this is what's working for me try this blah 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 uh this is also why i really highly recommend joining memberships i'm part of the social squad society And you can reach out to me if you'd like to get a link to join us. But it's a membership that that I'm part of that helps me to understand how to use Instagram in order to grow my Instagram and find amazing clients and connect with people. And they teach me different masterclasses every month. They help me with caption writing, hashtags, all of that. 
And I love being a part of that membership because the community has been great for when I'm like, hey, are you guys experiencing low engagement? And somebody's like, yeah, me too. Then I'm like, oh, okay, it's not just me. So join memberships, connect with people so you don't feel alone. And then number six is post things that you enjoy. Again, if engagement is down, engagement is down. You cannot get so frustrated that your frustration will push the engagement up. Okay. (laughs) So there's no point in you raising your blood pressure, beating up on yourself and hating this process because it's not going to net you what you want. So if engagement is down, get back to just posting the things that make you happy. What brings you joy? What do you feel inspired to say? Share that. Because that, at the end of the day, remember what I told you at the beginning when I was talking about the reminders about Instagram, this is a social app. The whole purpose of it was for us to connect with each other and build uh, friendships with people who were like us. It was not about promoting our businesses. That's just what happened as millennials grew up and we were all like, hey girl, we can do our business here on this app, okay? But it wasn't created with that in mind. So it's important then that you take advantage of the fact that it's like, you know, since engagement is down, I'm going to start posting the things that make me happy. And the cool thing is when you do that, you more than likely your engagement actually starts to go up because sometimes we all get caught in the rut of trying to just keep up with what we see everybody else doing on Instagram. And because of that, we end up producing generic content that doesn't reach out or connect to anyone. So when you can get back to just posting the things that inspire you, that that gave you that give you hope, you'll find that now your content starts to stand out because it doesn't have that same generic energy that everyone else has. And so now your content speaks to the people who are like, oh, this is why I follow her. This is why I love her. So I'm not saying post whatever you want for the purpose of boosting your engagement. I'm simply just saying post whatever you want for your own happiness. And yes, more than likely, you'll also see a boost in your engagement. So as we come to the closing, I want to end, end this with four ways that you can boost your engagement. I had to lead at the beginning with the mindset of peace about this because at the end of the day, your mind is the most important thing when it comes to showing up. Your mind and your energy are the most important things when it comes to showing up online um, because that is what energy is responding to, not the actions that you are taking. So if you're doing all this work to boost your engagement, but your mindset is still one of negativity and of fear and anxiety, then you're only going to keep producing more of that. And it's going to even come through your content. You can kind of tell when somebody posts, whether their their energetic, their post is energetically coming from a place of fear of of feeling defeated, or if it's feeling truly free and abundant and your audience is going to respond to that energy, even if they're unaware of it. So here are four ways that you can actually begin to boost your engagement. And again, take this, take what applies, leave the rest. Number one, number two, everything I said before this applies at the end of the the day. The foundation of this has to be everything I've said before this. Number one, you can look at your insights. Look at what are, uh, if you have a business account or a creator, creator account, this is the perks of having said account because you can actually see what your audience is responding to. Number one, you can look at what are they saving because whatever they're saving is telling you this is content that is truly of value to your current audience. They are finding it to be helpful and worthy enough that they want to come back to it. So when you go into your insights, you can look in the back and then see, um, uh, what are what are my most saved posts? I would look at the top three and use that to determine what you're going to repurpose, what you're going to keep talking about. Maybe the post that they saved was a static post. So now you're going to make a carousel po- post expanding more on that topic. Or maybe you're going to make a reel and you're going to take one part of that post that was most popular and most saved, and now you're going to expand on it more in a reel, whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, Look at what are people commenting on? Because when you're looking at what people are commenting on, you're essentially seeing what's the the thing that gets them to respond to me? Uh, What do they enjoy talking about? And then once again, you can repurpose that into a carousel post. You can repurpose that into an IGT 
TV live. You can repurpose that into a reel. Look at what is also getting the most reach. Reach means that this is being promoted out or pushed out to the most amount of people. Maybe it's because people uh, shared it on their Instagram stories. Maybe it's because uh, it, it just picked up a really good hashtag. Who knows? But the point is, is that it's there's something there that on your post, there's top three posts I would look at that are getting the most reach. And then once again, you're going to repurpose those, those pieces of content. Now, if you are in the, the process of a pivot, then you may not want to repurpose and that's okay. This may not apply when you're looking at insights, because if you're pivoting from like birth chart readings to courses or things like that, it might not help you per se, but it can if, if it's still, if your pivot is still in alignment with how you run your business, it's just now how you offer it, how you serve your business is going to be a little bit different than that's okay. So check your insights. But again, coming back to that mindset, listen to your intuition, stay in the positive, do not just create something simply because it's popular, because if you don't really want to talk about it, or if you don't want to promote something like that anymore, you do not have to promote it simply because it was the most saved or it was the most popular or whatever. So let's say you used to do card readings and now you're doing, uh, I, I don't know, you're selling crystals and your most popular posts are all about card readings, but you don't want to do card readings anymore. I'm not saying then keep promoting that because that's when you start going crazy is when you start trying to please your audience so much that you're, you're ignoring your own intuition to do what it is that you intuitively feel called to do. Okay. Um, but these are ways that you can kind of check your insights. Um, this is also, I talk more in depth about this inside of my, um, how to manifest your dream clients course. So definitely the link will be in the bio for that as well. So let me add a note here. (laughs) Um, because I know that For many of us, again, we're trying to use our Instagrams to grow our business, to find our dream clients. And inside of my course, I talk about one, how you can actually use your birth chart to intentionally attract more clients to you. Um, And I show you exactly how to do that inside of your birth chart. And then two, I do talk in depth about your insights and what they all mean and how you can intentionally use your insights to create more uh, connection with your current audience. Number two, the second way to boost your engagement is to post what you enjoy. So I talked about this um, in the last segment that we were in. Post what you enjoy because here's the thing. Casual Instagram is in. All right. So I follow a lot of influencers on Instagram because I love them. (laughs) And one theme that I'm seeing is many of the influencers are also experiencing, of course, a uh, a decrease in their engagement. And they're also just frustrated with the intense amount of work that it takes to create a post for a brand. So a lot of Instagrams, uh, influencers have switched to creating this very casual, like I'm just taking this on the fly type of vibe when it comes to their content. And I also think that this trend is happening with the emergence of TikTok because TikTok is 100% casual. My TikToks uh, do, the TikToks where I am no makeup, not dressed up, uh, you know, I look a mess. Okay. Those are the TikToks that usually go viral, which always makes me really uncomfortable because as a Capricorn, I like to look really put together. Um, <laughs> but the posts that go viral are usually the ones where I look a mess <laughs> or what I perceive to be a mess. And everyone relates to it because it's casual. It's normal. And so I feel like because of that, the vibe of Instagram is also changing. Now, it's still a very hmm, um, aesthetic-looking casual, so it's not the full-on casual of TikTok, but it is no longer the days of everybody look like an influencer, and that's the, you know, like, that's the overexposed photos, the poses, you know, that time of Instagram has now died. (laughs) So if you can get to the energy of posting what you actually do, what you enjoy. So that means post a day in your life real, you know, show what time you wake up, show the coffee or the tea or the herba mate that you drink every morning. I'm an herba mate girl. Uh, you know, show the, the spiritual cleansing routine that you use to get your mind right. 
uh, show how you regulate your emotions after, you know, dealing with a particularly challenging client or a challenging boss or whatever case is. But when you can post things like that, people will relate more to that than they would if you were trying to be very official or professional in your posts. They want casual. Then, you know, you can also do things like post what you do on Saturday nights. The posts that I get on Instagram that are, again, some of my most popular posts in terms of comments are the ones where I'm talking about, I went shopping on a Saturday night at World Market, or I went to the beach in San Diego. When I post that kind of stuff, those posts do really well. And it's because it's just me living my life. It's casual. And people, that's what they're doing too. So they're like, hey, it's cool that she went to the beach. Hey, I'm also at World Market. I went there. You know, that they want to know, did you get a sale? What did you buy? Blah, blah, blah. Post your favorite filters as well. I will say for myself, uh, my filters do better, like the filter games do better on TikTok than they do on Instagram. But um, either way, it's still fun. People love to see you joke around. You could also do this in your stories as well. Um, But they love to see you kind of joke around. Uh, It boosts the engagement because people just connect to that stuff. Remember, this is a social app. People come on here because they want to take a break from their life. They want to be entertained. They want to laugh. They want to be inspired. They want to learn something new. So when they see you using the corn face filter and you're, <laughs> you're making a joke or you're doing a game, guessing the song, you know, it makes them laugh and it makes them connect with you in a very real way. And in terms of your business, you may feel like, well, this looks really unprofessional when people trust you, they are more likely to purchase from you. How do you gain people's trust? By showing up authentically as you. And if you're the type of person that loves to use a corn face filter (laughs) or loves to guess songs or loves to do impersonations of celebrities, then do it because that allows your dream clients to find you and say, I really like this girl. And then they promote you. They share you out because your post was really, really funny and it inspired them or it made them laugh or whatever it is. Okay, number three, post when you feel inspired, not when the insights tell you to. So if you go into your insights, your insights will actually show you the best times for you to post when your audience is most active. Now, here's a couple of, uh, here's a little hint here. One, when you look at the times, all of the times are actually in in, uh, Pacific Standard Time. So it's not in your time zone. So if you're on the East Coast, that means it's, what is it, three hours ahead? Four, like, or four hours, do the math, girl. Check it out, find it out, okay? So <laughs> you wanna add that time on or take away depending on where you're located. So look at those times and that can tell you, like maybe it's 12 o'clock and three o'clock or six o'clock and um, you know 9 a.m. are when your audience is most active and you'll have the furthest reach. You can certainly do that. But what I will also say is, let's say if your thing says at three o'clock is when you have the most people, that your most of your followers online and active, but at three o'clock is when you go pick up your kid. So you can't imagine also trying to post and engage and all that stuff while posting. Then girl, then ignore it. Do what feels right for you. My engagement went up when I started posting, interestingly enough, at nighttime, right before I go to bed. What's so interesting about that is one, when I look at my insights, it says that that's actually the least amount of time that I have the most active followers. So it's telling me not to post at those times, but I enjoy posting those times because sometimes mentally what I have found is if I post in the middle of the day, I'm more likely to keep coming back and checking it and be like, how many likes did I get? Who's commenting? Who said this? Who's sharing it? I get into this like frenzied space. I'm much better about this than I was years past, but I still do sometimes find myself constantly checking the performance of whatever I posted. However, if I post something at 10 o'clock at night, I'm about to go to bed, so I'm not gonna check that. (laughs) And then when I wake up in the morning, it has 100 likes. And I, you know, I'm just gonna go with it. (laughs) But I have learned that when I do that, it seems to create more reach. So I want to encourage you to keep things like that in mind. Post when you feel inspired. If you feel inspired to say something at nine o'clock at night, but your insights say, don't do it at that time, post it anyway. Your your boss, your co-creator, your partner is the universe, not Instagram and not whoever the, the CEO of Instagram is. 
So when the universe is using you to speak, speak, okay? That is what's going to get you more reach and more impact than just trying to follow the rules of Instagram. And remember also, remember what I said, you do not need to have thousands of followers, thousands of views in order for you to make money. You can make a good living just by creating a a great relationship with your audience. Some of my least popular posts are the same days that I brought in the most amount of money in my business. And yet the posts that I made only got 20 likes or only got 10 likes. But that same day, I actually made the the most money. The fact that that happens tells you it doesn't really matter. The vanity metrics don't matter. Building a great relationship of trust and love with your audience is what matters most. So post when you feel inspired because those people will see it and then they will, they will build that trust with you and go, I really love the energy of this girl. And then maybe they will look into your website and actually purchase something with you, coaching, uh, your, your packages, whatever it is. And fourth, the last thing I want to say uh, in order to boost your engagement is engage with your own audience. Listen to me. So many people forget that you have to give what you also want to receive. This is the basics of energy and manifesting. You cannot expect to do absolutely nothing and then expect that it's going to come back to you. You have got to get out there and engage. So watch people's stories, comment a real comment on people's comments. Number one, whenever you just post things like hearts or heart eyes or big thumbs up or something, that does not really boost the engagement. It doesn't boost your visibility because Instagram doesn't recognize that as a legitimate a comment. It could see it as, it could recognize it as spam. Um, it could recognize it as just, you know, okay, well, there might not be a real relationship here. So they're not going to keep posting. So if you go out and you go to like, you know, you look at a hashtag and then you choose three people and you just put hard eyes all over their stuff, Instagram is not going to go, oh, great. These people must have a relationship. Let me promote her out so they, are, they see her. No, they're just going to think that you're spamming people. So you want to leave a comment that has at least four meaningful words. And that actually helps to boost your reach because it suggests to the algorithm there must be a relationship here. So leave thoughtful comments. Now, don't just do that for the purpose of that. I want you to also leave thoughtful comments because people are people. We love when we've worked really hard on a post and then somebody leaves something that's really, really meaningful or just says something that, that touches their heart. It's encouraging. When I get people commenting and saying, I really needed this today. Thank you so much for this post. That means more to me than if I just see hard eyes, you know, and I still appreciate the hard eyes. But I'm saying that in terms of we're all people, we want to feel seen, we want to feel connected. And if you're showing up on social media, then it's because you want to be seen, whether it's you want to be seen for your business or you want to be seen for who you are or you want to be seen for whatever the agenda is. The point is, is you want people to see you and say, good job, girl. You know, you're doing amazing, whatever. So actually do that. Engage with people. Let people know that you see them and you appreciate them and that they make an impact in your life or that they've inspired you or that you made them laugh that they, or that they made you laugh or whatever it is. Watch people's stories and actually swipe up and use those emojis. When somebody says something really, really funny, go ahead and actually let them know. If they have polls in their stories, use the polls if you have something to say. Don't just swipe through and just be entertained because that is not enough to boost your engagement. And once again, this is also about connecting. It's not enough for that person to build a relationship with you. So many of my clients are people who have built relationships with me through Instagram. They talk to me in my DMs, they respond to my polls, and it leads to conversations. And then as a result, I end up working with them or they end up working with me or whatever the case is, because a relationship has now been formed because we talk to each other. They're not just watching me and that's it. They're actually engaging with me. So I want you to do exactly the same thing. You have to engage. Now, you don't have to just engage engage for the sake of engaging. Choose accounts that inspire you, that you love to see, that you're excited to check on. Choose people that you feel truly connected to and engage with those accounts. 
Okay. That will help you to, that will show Instagram that there is a relationship between you and that person. And then they are more likely to show up in your feed and vice versa. These are things that are really important when you're running a social media, when you're running your business. No, okay. Not when you're running your business on social media, when you're running your marketing on social media, because hopefully your business, (laughs) um, isn't just coming from Instagram. If it is, then that's okay. Uh, but the point is, remember, Instagram is not your business. Your business is your tarot cards, your birth chart readings, your VA business, whatever that is. And customers can come from anywhere. You're just using Instagram and social media as your, as your marketing platform. So if that is what you're doing, it is important then that you understand that engagement is part of the process. Now, if you find that engaging is particularly triggering, which is also a reality for many of us, One, you can hire somebody to actually do that. You can hire a VA to do your engagement for you. Or two, create limits. Say that I'm only going to engage for 10 minutes and that's it. And whatever that limit is, it could be 10 minutes a day. It could be 30 minutes a day. It could be uh, only at certain times. I only engage from one to two, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, whatever it is. You can create whatever parameters fit for you, but it is important that you actually do that. And it's also okay if you take breaks from it. There are times where I love to do all the engagement, and then there are other times where I notice that I'm going into comparisonitis, and because of that, I know that it is not safe for me to go into other people's stories or to scroll through my newsfeed because I'm in a triggered mindset, so I need to do my EFT tapping, I need to say my positive affirmations that I've created, and I need to be in that space, but I still want to share my work, so I'll share it knowing that the engagement might dip a little bit because I'm not actually engaging, and that's okay because whoever needs to see my content right now, we'll see it. And content is forever anyway, so I can always refer back to it in the future when I'm in a more uh, positive mindset. But just keep these things in mind when it comes to having a CEO mindset around Instagram. You can manifest anything you want, but it is important that you take into consideration all of these things to support you in manifesting the outcome that you want and not manifesting more insecurity or more self-doubt, more fear of racism, more fear of whatever it is that you're kind of struggling with at at this time. So I know we covered a lot. I hope that this inspired you and gave you some insights um, on how you can show up on Instagram in a way that feels truly empowering. I would love to hear from you. So go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your Instagram stories. Tag me so I can see that you are listening. And uh, you can always also just DM me if you have questions and we can talk even further in the DMs. And I think that is all that I have for you all. I hope that you have a wonderful day. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.